In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 34, verses 1 through 8, where I'll ask the question, how did God deal with Moses? Deuteronomy 34, verses 1 through 8 says, Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, which is opposite Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land, Gilead, as far as Dan, all Naphtali, and the land of Ephraim, and Manasseh, all the land of Judah, as far as the western sea, the Negev, and the plain, that is, the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees, as far as Zor. And the Lord said to him, This is the land which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to your offspring. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows the place of his burial to this day. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was undimmed and his vigor unabated. And the people of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab for 30 days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Moses had spent 40 years leading the people of Israel, 40 years leading them through the wilderness as they were being punished for having rebelled against the Lord. And while Moses did his leading, he was faithful to the Lord, but he also lacked faith in certain occasions. He was a man of great power, of great might, a great prophet before the Lord. And there has been no prophet like Moses until Christ. And the amazing thing is that God dealt with Moses in ways that are both surprising and just. So here are three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 34, verses 1 through 8, answering the question, how did God deal with Moses? Thought number one, promises fulfilled. When the Lord tells Moses to go up onto Mount Pisgah and look at the land, he says, look at all this land before you. All this land before you, this is the land that I promised to your forefathers, that I promised to Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob. This is the land of promise that you have been hoping for, that you have been dreaming of. And here's what's going to happen. The people of Israel, these people that you have led through the wilderness these long 40 years, these people are going to go and they are going to enter into this land. All those promises that were made so many years before, hundreds of years before, they are about to be fulfilled. God fulfills his promises. And this is how he deals with Moses, but this is how he deals with everybody. That the Lord will fulfill the promises he makes is a great comfort to all of us. So when we look at the promises given to the people of God in the Bible, we know that they are going to be fulfilled by him because he is faithful to do all that he has promised. Thought number two, sin punished. Moses doesn't get to enter into the promised land. And the reason he doesn't get to enter into the promised land is because he struck the rock when he was supposed to speak to it, meaning he rebelled against God himself. Just like all the people of Israel had rebelled against God when they were complaining against the commands that he gave them. Moses also rebelled against God. He sinned against God by striking the rock with his staff instead of speaking to it. It's a lack of faith on Moses' part. And this sin that he makes, this rebellion, results in punishment. And here is the punishment. He doesn't get to enter into the promised land. 
He doesn't get to go in. He gets to look at it. He gets to see this wondrous land that the Lord has provided for his people, but he himself will not get to enjoy it. And there's a lesson in there for us too. We need to recognize that sin is punished, that the Lord doesn't even give his great prophet Moses a pass on sin, but sin always is punished by God. So Moses gets to observe the promised land, but he himself doesn't enter in. He never gets that great feeling of knowing that the Lord's promise is finally accomplished. And that's because he had sinned against God. Thought number three, blessings granted. The Lord has blessed Moses. He blessed him so much his entire life. He blessed him to give him this great task. He blessed him to keep him alive as He's accomplishing the task that the Lord set before him. He blessed him by making sure that his eye was not dimmed and that his body was not broken down. Moses survived 120 years of hard living, living out in the wilderness, living in a lifestyle that most of us couldn't manage. Moses lives 120 years and he isn't weakened at all by age. This is a great blessing that the Lord had given to him. And what we need to recognize is that the Lord blesses us as well. Now, sure, we might not have the blessing of good health that Moses got, but the Lord blesses us in even greater ways because we get to witness the fulfillment of his promises in ways that Moses hoped to see, in ways that he longed to understand because we see the grand fulfillment of all of the Lord's promises in the person of Christ Jesus, where the redemption of the people of God is on full display for anyone who has eyes to see it. God ultimately deals with Moses by fulfilling his promises, by punishing sin, and by granting blessing. It's how he deals with Moses, and it's how he deals with all of his people. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapters 32 through 34. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.